Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I am the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching, and you have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching Podcast. And today is Fridays with Fernie, where my daughter Fernie comes onto the podcast and gives us a case to work on. Fernie, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. What do you have in store for us today? So today we have a case about two brothers named Ben and Z. And essentially they work really well together and they decide to start a business together. This business uh, is selling lunch booths to big companies so that their employees can eat. And so the company does really, really well. It thrives. It, it's great. And they end up hiring their sister. So, you know, they, what is a lunch booth? It's essentially they sell like a cafeteria type of thing to big companies so that big companies can give food to their employees. So for example, like a big, yeah, like Microsoft, for example, or a big company like that. So they go into the company and set up a cafeteria. Exactly. Yeah. So their employees, you know, work longer, they stay inside, they um, do what they need to do, but their employees are happier because they have food accessible to them. Got it. So they set up this lunch booth, right? The company's thriving. They hired their sister and you know, the company does super well and then COVID hits and their company takes a bit of a a hit as well. Um, And they're stressing out a bit. And Z comes up with this idea to essentially make a catering service. So instead of having these big cafeterias in a big company, um, they do this catering service. So the company pays for it and they deliver food to the employees during the day. And Ben, so the brother, says, no, this is a terrible idea. I don't agree. And the sister tends to agree with everything Ben says. um, And they end up, you know, Z feels as though they're they're teaming up together and they don't like this idea. And Z feels undermined and he feels like they don't listen to him and they're not appreciating his really good idea. And so Z starts talking to other people in the company about this idea and his siblings get upset because they told him it was a bad idea. And, you know, they start bickering and butting heads. And Z feels really upset because he feels like not lonely, but a bit disconnected from the rest of his family, from the team. And it starts to kind of bleed into their family life, obviously. Um, And as the spouses and the kids get involved, you know, they only hear one side of the story and everyone gets upset. And it's just this big mess. And now Zeke starts to feel like he's kind of being pushed out of the company. Um, And he feels trapped because he's not ready to leave. I mean, it was his company, his idea with Ben, of course. Um, And now he feels like he's being pushed out and he doesn't know what to do because, you know, he's not ready to leave, but he's really upset and frustrated um, and feels like it's really impacting the rest of his life. Okay, good one. And not uncommon. Uh, I see a lot of clients who are in family businesses who have conflict tension in their relationships. And one of them often feels like, you know, they don't belong. They feel like they're getting pushed out. This is not an uncommon situation. Okay, so the first question that I would ask Z is, what are your priorities? And more importantly, what are your highest values? Is it super important to keep this family united? Is that the priority or is the priority to figure out how to survive during COVID and make sure that you're making a whole bunch of money so that your family is, you know, in a good financial position? What is your priority? And, and I would also ask questions 
uh, like, let's say COVID lasted a while, which as we know it, it did, um, could the company survive? And I would really dig in to try to find out what his number one most important priority is, both in the short term and the long term. And so I think that, that his course of action or his strategy will differ depending on his number one priority. So if his number one priority is the family, maybe what he does is he says, okay, well, if you don't like this idea, let's come together and brainstorm and come up with another idea. I'm happy to abandon this idea. But if we continue on this path, you know, here's the projection. Here's what it's going to look like. We need another alternative. We need to a lot of the term that people use in business, I use it differently. We need to pivot. We need to think differently. We need to think about our goal and we need to think about how to achieve that goal. And so he can approach it without attachment to his particular idea, but he could come to the family and say, look, we have a problem we need to solve. It's really important that we stay together as a family if that's his value and if that's important to him, but we need to come up with an alternative solution because continuing this course of action, which is doing nothing, is going to lead us all to a very bad place. So if you don't like this idea, okay, let's come up with an alternative idea. There are multiple ideas that are possible and available. And the idea is that you get that Z has the ability to get his siblings in a room to, to talk it through, work it out, solve the problem. And if at that point the problem is unsolvable, now Z comes to a point where he has to make a decision about whether to stay or whether to go, whether to buy them out or whether to be asked to be bought out, whether to step aside temporarily and go start something else um, on his own. He has to figure all that out. But I don't think he can figure it out before giving it a fair shot. What happens in, in relationships is and where conflict truly happens is when one person has an idea that they're not willing to let go of, that they're not willing to um, abandon, right? So they have the need to be absolutely right. Now, is he right? We don't know if he's right. You know, he wants to cater to offices. Well, nobody's in an office. So is oh. is his, yeah. Well, I think the idea was to cater to people's homes because nobody's in the office. Got it. So, So the question is, maybe there's an adaptation of this idea Maybe there's a miscommunication. Maybe they don't understand his idea. But the, the, the thing is that he needs to come to the table without an attachment to the idea, without needing to be right, and with the desire to come up with a mutually acceptable solution. And so what happens is people take stances, yes or no, and, they, and because of those stances, they're unable to come together and look for alternatives and look at the resources around them and find solutions that work for everybody. So essentially what you're saying is that he's being stubborn while they both are. I'm saying that when, when two parties are being stubborn or when two people are attached to their point of view or to their vision or to their, their opinion, it's very hard for us to come and find alternative solutions. And right now it sounds like both of them are very attached to their opinions. Definitely. And so, so in order for anything to shift, Z has to be willing to give up his opinion and say, okay, fine. 
you don't like this idea, let's come up with another idea, but let's come together and try to find an idea. If that's impossible, if that still doesn't work, then he has to consider his options, which could be, I do need to leave the company. I need to buy them out. I need to be purchased, whatever it is. But before that happens, we need to explore alternatives. And right now it's, uh, I hate situations that are either black or white. And it's either my way or the highway. And that's exactly what Z has created and what Ben and his sister have created, right? It's a yes or no situation. And I find that very, very rarely in businesses are there yes or no situations. There are always alternatives. And what stops us from considering our alter- those alternatives is our thinking. We believe that there's only one way. And that one way prevents us from looking at a bigger picture and bringing in other ideas, right? We're very, very narrow-minded. And that blocks our ability to entertain even other suggestions or ideas. And right now, that's what we see with um, Z and his brother, Ben, and his sister. So what we want to do is say to Z, okay, suspend your idea for a moment. It doesn't have to be this idea. There are a million possibilities. Let's explore those million possibilities. And if your family is truly your highest value, let's put that at the forefront. Let's say, hey, we've gone down a bad road. Let's back up a minute. You guys are important to me. It's important we're doing this together. Here was my vision that it was a family business. I still want to be in a family business. And let's correct what we've just created. And let's come up with a solution that works for everybody. And let's explore all of the options until we find one that makes complete sense. And perhaps it's an option that makes complete sense with or without COVID. And, you know, perhaps that's a better course of action anyways. Maybe it's a business that they can continue uh, working with even when COVID comes to its conclusion. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it does come to a conclusion soon, but in terms of, of that idea. And so let's say, you know, Z does that. He talks to his family. He tries to be as open as possible. And at the end of the conversation, he still feels like they don't listen to him and that they're just completely closed off and he decides to leave. How does he maintain a relationship with them afterwards if he feels kind of resentful? Yeah, again, uh, not long ago, I had a podcast with a gentleman who had exactly that situation, exactly that. And um, the answer was, do you love your siblings? And he said, yes, absolutely, I do. And so I said, so be persistent in building a relationship with them. And all my opinion is sometimes things in the moment appear to be bad, horrible, terrible, awful situations traumatic even. But all things that happen lead to is is part of a path, is part of a journey, and takes you to the next destination. And so the problem is we can't always see what that next destination is. We can't always see that that destination could be more exciting, better, more interesting, more uh, opportunities for growth. We can't see it from the vantage point of suffering, the vantage point of struggle. And so right now he's struggling And so he still holds resentment, but resentment doesn't serve him. It doesn't do anything good for him. It doesn't help him get to that next destination anymore quickly, right? It actually slows him down. And so 
if I were working with Z, I would really, really help him pinpoint what he wants. And what he probably wants is a great relationship with his siblings and a thriving business. And so I would help him work towards that. Because what resentment does is it blocks his relationship with his siblings, which he doesn't want. And it also gets in the way from, uh, it gets in the way and it prevents him from really moving forward quickly towards the new destination, right? He, he gets slow, right? It slows him down in the process. We don't want him to get slowed down. And so we want to help him be okay with the decisions he's made and be okay with the decisions that his siblings have made. And help him understand that people make decisions from where they are in terms of their growth, their intellect, their capacity to understand, their fears, their beliefs. That's where they make decisions from. And so be okay with it and move forward. And so part of the problem is that when two people have conflict, let's say I were to have conflict with you, and that will never happen, right? But let's say that's, let's say we had conflict and you were upset. I have to decide. And I always do decide you're my daughter. I love you. It doesn't matter what we fight about. I'm still going to show up the next day. I'm still going to text you. I'm still going to email you. I'm still going to call you. I'm still going to say, hi, I love you. Right. I'm still going to, I'm still going to, right. So your behavior doesn't interfere with my ability to be clear about my feelings for you and my love for you. And so my behavior is consistently present and I encourage Z to have consistently present behavior and, and, and presence in the lives of his siblings as well, even though there's this conflict intention. And and if they have this, if they hold this resentment and they, you know, aren't as friendly with him as they used to be, then he still should be persistent despite their bad bad attitude. It depends what he wants, right? So are they are they being uh you know, are they harming him? If they're harming him, he needs to walk away. But if they're just being, you know, a little grumpy, if they're being a little mean, if they're being a little how do I explain it? If they're being if they're not ready to turn the corner, that's okay. He can wait it out. Right? So it depends on what's actually going on. You know, some relationships need to come to an end, but when mm-hmm. someone's just in a, you know, in a bad place, we can ride it out with them because at the end of the day, that's what family does. We ride the waves of the good, the bad, the hard times, the good times. That's what we do. Yeah, definitely. And so you mentioned at the beginning that if, you know, depending on his priority, I'd recommend different course of action. And so originally you said, you know, if his priority was his family, then this is what I would recommend. And so what would you recommend if his priority was making money? Well, if he was in a situation where he absolutely had to, you know, make money and figure out a way to keep his family alive and eating, then I would suggest to him to take a break from, from the business and, you know, do something else, start a new business, get a job, something else, but remove himself temporarily from what he's doing since that's not really working and find a a temporary other course of action if that was his priority, right? So we have to look at those priorities. So it seems like neither of these suggestions would be to hold on to that idea. I mean, he could take that idea and go run with it himself. 
possibly. But I want him to make all decisions from a place of clarity, not from a place of frustration. I want him to make all decisions from a place of peacefulness, being okay with the way other people see the world. I don't want him to make decisions that say, fine, I'll show them, right? That's not what we're after. We're after a, a person who kind of sees the world as it's laid out, is okay with other people's point of views, and can decide differently for himself but doesn't have to hold a grudge, doesn't have to be resentful, but does what's good for him uh, without needing to hurt anybody else in the process. Makes sense to me. So if you were to give Z one last piece of advice, what would it be? It would be to really say, what's the number one priority here? What's your greatest value? What is it that you want to preserve? And, and then let's move from there. But also the second, the second piece is, um, let go of an attack, let go of your attachment to this one idea. There are a million ideas. Let's go look for those. Makes sense. Well, thank you. Thank you. That was a tough one. Um, sometimes when people have conflict, we're not always clear about which direction to push them in. And the truth is, from my standpoint, again, not attached to any direction. I'm attached to this particular client coming to a place of peace and making a decision from that vantage point so that the decision he makes is ultimately aligned with his goals, his values, his beliefs, and he feels good about what he's doing, regardless of whether or not other people are making decisions for themselves that may look like conflict and tension. So I want him to make a decision where he feels good about what he's doing and he feels like he's living up to not only his values, but his priorities as well. So for those of you who are listening, I hope you took something away from this conversation. Think about some of the ideas that you strictly hold on to and cause tension in your family and think about whether or not there are other alternatives out there. Bernie, thank you for this case. That was a good one. Uh, If you have a case that you want to share with us, please reach out. Bernie, how do they reach you? Please reach me by email. So that's Fernie Kotliar, F-E-R-N-E-K-O-T-L-Y-A-R at live.com. And I can be found at Kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. Please reach out and please like, please share, please do all the things that you do on a podcast. We will see you next week. Have a great week. Bye.